This week's episode of If I Was a Betting Man is brought to you by Draft.com. Do you like fantasy sports but don't want to commit to a whole season? On Draft, you play live snake drafts with other people, just like in a season-long league. Drafts last for just one night, and once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire, just set it and forget it. And the best part, play for cold, hard cash and get paid out the next day. Drafts start from just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. And all If I Was a Betting Man listeners get a free entry into to a real money football draft when you make your first deposit. Just use the promo code BETTINGMAN. That's right, play a real money game for free just for using the promo code BETTINGMAN when you make your first deposit. Search Draft in your app store, go to draft.com and enter the promo code BETTINGMAN today. This week, it's conference championship week in the NFL. This week on If I Was a Betting Man! All right. AJ, Vinny, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Well, Hi, okay. John. Yes, I can hear you. Look at this. We got everybody <laughs> three-way in. Three-way calling. It only took about 10 minutes. <laughs> Even though it's literally three buttons, it took about 10 minutes. How's Great everybody? Job, John. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the kudos. How, how are you guys doing tonight? What's going on? Uh, I'm a little, a uh, little drunk. I just got home from dinner, oh, uh, so I'm uh, drunk and full. <laughs> okay. But uh, very happy because uh, my uh, uh, New England Patriots. I don't know if you know, but this is their eighth conference championship. Right, eighth in, in a, a row. row. Right. So no, I'm um, aware. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. You feeling really good about that, AJ? I'm feeling really, really good about it. Yeah, I think they, I think they're going to blow the Chiefs out. Is what I think. All right. Well, hold on. Before let's let we're going to get to that. We don't need to immediately oh, okay. all right, all right, start sorry. showering praise on the fucking Patriots. In the first, what? we're going to lose all of our listeners if in the first five <laughs> seconds uh, we just start immediately uh, stroking the Patriots. All right. Let's. Uh, I want to talk about something a little bit uh, separate from the conference championships for a second. Um, I've talked to you about this a little bit, Vinny. I'm curious about AJ's opinion as well. Um, so Kyler Murray, the uh, Oklahoma quarterback and, and Heisman winner, can you please burp uh, away from the phone just as a general that was, rule? <laughs> that, was, that was Vinny. That was Vinny. Yeah, that uh, here that we was go. Me. That was me. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> can I just finish this, please? Kyler Murray, the Oklahoma quarterback and Heisman winner, uh, has declared for the NFL draft, despite being drafted number one by the Oakland Athletics of uh, the Major League Baseball um, Association, uh, with a signing bonus of four point six million dollars. Uh, what do you? First of all, what are you? What do you guys think of this choice um, for him to declare for the NFL after being the number one overall pick for uh, for Oakland? AJ. I, you know, I mean, I, 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 I understand it. I mean, he's going to go, he's going to be a first round draft pick in the NFL. I mean, maybe number, probably number one, probably number one. Mm. And well, I mean, the, you get drafted, especially these days as a, as a, as a quarterback in the NFL, you're probably going to play in one or two years, you know? Yeah. Like, and you're going to, you're going to be able to, if you do well, you're going to be able to cash in. And, Maybe uh, in like 10 minutes. I mean, yeah. 
So uh, the way that the the payment structure works now with the bonus that you get when you are drafted, especially in the top five, you're looking at about $20 million in signing bonus. So for as far as a lucrative choice, uh, he's going to have that money in his pocket as soon as he signs with an NFL team. Now, which he has not done yet, and he could still play baseball. The decision's not set in stone. Uh, no, no, well, the Athletics go are going to try to give him more money now. I to, saw that. Sway, yes, they're going to try to sway him to stay with baseball. Uh, I think by Murray, I'm, I'm curious if this is just a tactical move of getting more money from the A's because it just doesn't make sense, man, to go play football. In this day and age, why go play football when you go play baseball, right? Well, I mean, he's a, he's a, I mean, I, I, I totally, I, from a long, long term standpoint, I'm, as an adult who does not have CTE uh, <laughs> that I know of, um, it, it makes sense to want to play baseball, which is a far safer sport. But if you're a kid who likes playing sports, like, do you want the chance to play in the NFL after a, a year or two? Especially if you go to a crappy team that does not have a quarterback, like, say, you know, the New York Giants or the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> like the the you you would you know you're gonna play, and in 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 baseball it could be four or five years before you get to the majors, you know. Definitely. Is he listen? He he was great in college, but the kid is five nine. I mean, that <laughs> yeah, is that's, short. Like yeah, that's this like, isn't this isn't like six yeah. foot. Like this is five nine. Right. He's really short. Maybe in less. The NFL. He's listed at 5'10". He could be 5'8". I mean, yeah, I'm he, not saying... I, I, I just think... I think he's making a mistake if he goes to play football instead of playing baseball. Really? That's a, that's a really good point. Well, Drew Brees is an undersized quarterback. And he's what? He's just under six feet. Right. You know? and that's quite a bit taller than 5'9", for 5'8". That's definitely like, that's, true. Yeah, that's a, but it doesn't seem to impair... The height doesn't seem to impair Drew Brees, but another three inches maybe would be a factor. Um, I don't know if I could be an NFL quarter. Well, yeah, I think I could be. Um, no, you don't think so. Sure. No, I don't. I don't think it's your. I don't think it's your height. I think it's your <laughs> complete your complete lack of athleticism. That might really well, you. <laughs> you know, there, I had a day. There was a minute there where uh, I was pretty good. There was at, a minute. There was a, I, I had a, I had a, a heyday when. Uh, when the pizza I've delivery guy got to my place, <laughs> I was at the door. He was always blown away. He was like, man, you got down here fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Nobody could pick up a pizza delivery faster than John Tyler. Yeah. That's, never let it be said. That's exactly, that's exactly right. They still have my plaque up uh, down at Domino's. Uh, well, I get it. If he thinks he can play, he's probably like, you know, I mean, these kids, especially the second thing him and, They've been getting all kinds of smoke blowing up their ass their entire lives about how they're the greatest thing ever. You know, and he's just like, I'm going to be a, an amazing quarterback. I'm going to play two right. years. And, Absolutely. You know, probably yeah. But then again, if it is a negotiating ploy on his, on his, genius. On his part, it's, it's pretty smart. Yeah. So, so the thing you know, is, the thing is, you know, and if he does go to the NFL, if he does get drafted by the NFL and he does go in the top, you know, even uh, top 10 guys make $10 million. Um, with a signing bonus, uh, that's the trend. We have no guarantee this year, but the trend is right around ten million dollars for the top ten guy, eleven million dollars, even at the number ten slot. Um, but 
he could get drafted by the NFL. He could go have an NFL career for a little while. As long as he doesn't have a, you know, if he flames out in the NFL, he could still go play baseball. You know? Are you Tim Tebow? He could Tim Tebow. Yeah, he could. Yeah, Um, that's true. He's a much better baseball player than Tim Tebow. Well, what uh, what positions does he play in baseball? Uh, He's an outfielder. No, he's an outfielder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, if if he can hit, if he can hit major league hitting, then apparently he can. And he'll be, yeah, he'll be in the major leagues in like three years. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, like, and then if you get a contract. You know, in, in baseball, a, it's actually it's actually a guaranteed correct. Uh, contract. So, correct. You know, so I, I mean, from my standpoint, I would I would probably play baseball. hundred percent, hundred percent. I just think it's funny that both of you guys think that when he's thinking about his future, his you know the rest of his life, and he can literally, so he he can cash in right now for over double what the he would make for Major League Baseball. He's basically set for life. And then have an opportunity at both sports. It just seems like the prudent choice, from a financial point of view, is to to get drafted into the NFL. I mean, worst case scenario. I mean, not not even worst case scenario. He could also, if he's playing well, and he decides, you know what, I made a mistake. He could quit. You know what I mean? That's true. He could quit Uh, after his first contract. He could quit in the middle and take some of the money. He could do. There's a million different options he has. That's true. Uh, Yeah, I guess. What's that, Vinny? Uh, I was going to say, I just don't, I don't know, man. I just don't think one, personally, I don't think he's a top 10 pick. You really think he's going to get picked in the top 10? Well, Vegas does. Yeah. Uh, so I, I checked out the odds. Uh, Vegas has released odds on who is the most likely team to land uh, Kyler. And, and who is it? The Jaguars? It is not. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> They're the mm, second right. most likely team. The most likely team uh. in a... Uh, middle finger extended to Derek Carr is the Oakland Raiders, so he would still be Ooh. going to the Bay Area. Oh, that's wow. so <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah, the, interesting. Raiders, the Raiders have the fourth pick, so it's it's very possible that he could be on the Oakland Raiders. The top three picks, Arizona has the number one pick with Rosen. They're going, Bo- they're going Bosa, right? They're going Bosa. That's what everybody's saying. Although Cliff Kingsbury did say that he would draft him if he had the opportunity. Um, he will have the opportunity. Um, but it's really, uh, it seems like a poor decision after they just paid uh, Josh Rosen a massive signing bonus uh, to go that route. Second pick is obviously is San Francisco. They don't need a quarterback. They have uh, nope. washed up Patriot Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, you mean? I thought it was isn't it Janine Garofalo? Yeah, that's the uh, yeah. that's the excellent joke that everybody makes about uh, Jimmy. Garofalo. I love that joke. It's I just it's excellent. Every time I hear it, just giggles. Uh, <laughs> third is the Jets, of course, and they have uh, who any Jets fan uh, would say is future Hall of Famer uh, Darnold, uh, and then of course it is Oakland fifth. Not even showing up on the list because of their stance so far. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is crazy. They are they are going all in on Jameis Winston for the 2019-2020 season. What do you what do you think about this? Is this a good strategy? I mean, what other strategy do they have? Draft a quarterback. I guess that listen, they, they brought in a coach who really likes Winston. Maybe they think that he could get something out of him. 
I mean, it's the only thing. I think he's still they... so young, man. He's still yeah. so young. And he does look, he did look really good in his first two seasons. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he also looked he, really terrible at times. I mean, there oh, could be a coaching really, issue. Really I'll tell you what, Dirk Cotter uh, is not, uh, you know, he's not a head coach, I don't think. His personality, when they did the, uh, the hard knocks on him, he just seemed awful. Awful to be around. I don't think his players cared for him. Um, and it's, I don't think he was inspiring anybody. I did. If you watch that hard knock, she did get to see him scream at Jameis Winston as if he was his uh, stepson several times. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that maybe, maybe Bruce Arians now the head coach of Tampa Bay is going to be able to bring him about. But uh, you know, everybody, everybody from the uh, Buccaneers management um, has said how much they like Jameis. Um, let me let me say this, uh, Vinny. If if Kyler is there at six, how are you no. gonna feel? How would you feel if the New York Giants drafted him with their first pick in the in the draft? I would be really upset. I don't I don't like Kyler as much as I like the kid Haskins from Ohio State. Do you think that they should draft a quarterback for sure? I don't think they should. They obviously have to draft the quarterback, but if they are going to draft the quarterback, I want Haskins. Haskins is 6'3". He's big built. He reminds me of Dante Culpepper. I want a big guy back there. I, a guy who's 5'9". I'm sorry, guys. That is not going to end well. It's just not. Uh, Drew Brees has three or four more inches. Drew, Drew Brees is basically six foot. This kid is 5'9". I mean, he's closer to my height than Drew Brees. Someone right. like that should not be playing in the NFL. I just, I can't see it working. I really can't. It's never, I'm not, it just, it's never worked. And I don't think it will work. Flutie had a decent run there. He did. He did. You're right. But <laughs> I mean, what, two, three years? Yeah. Is he a Super Bowl winning quarterback? No. I, I don't know. Kyler, uh, I don't the, know. In fact, the fact that, I mean, like the, the Pats, not to make it anything to do with the Pats, but they're, Starting left tackle was six foot nine <laughs> and three hundred. Exactly. You know, and it's like I don't think that trend is going in the other direction. I think you're going to see larger and larger men on the offensive line. And you know, I mean, it's like I, it, it always seemed like an overblown, you know, take to to say that these these short quarterbacks can't see over their own linemen. But I do know for a fact that a five foot nine dude cannot see over a six foot nine dude. <laughs> no, not at all. You know, and I think that's the trend. I mean, I think you're going to see, you know, you're going to see, ta- I mean, taller and you know, larger linemen. You know, they just keep getting bigger. So to go the other way, it does seem to be, uh, you know, it does beg the question whether you're you're trying to, to you know, turn some kind of, you it's, know, it's in, inter- trying to. It's, oh, go ahead. It's interesting to me how the trend in the NFL now is to emulate the college game, right? Isn't that isn't that so interesting that uh, we haven't heard we we've heard some criticism of him being five nine, but not really a ton, and especially with the Vegas mm-hmm. odds out um, of the teams that are likely to pick him. I mean, it just seems very likely that he's going to be a top ten pick. Um, it's funny because if you go back, not even if you go back five years, you know, something like that, I, I don't know. It, trying to emulate the college game at this point, you know, with head coaches being being hired uh, as washed up college coaches. It's just a very interesting trend that they're trying to become more like college football at this point. Don't you think? 
Well, I mean, I, I, you know, the the offensive. I mean, if you look at somebody like Sean Sean McVay, the uh, 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 in LA, I mean, that's basically he's bringing college like concepts from college, the college game into the NFL, and right, it's you know, it's uh, it you know, it's worked for him to to a point, you know. So you know, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, he's got one playoff win, so you know, don't get too don't go too crazy, but the um, you know that. Uh, there's no reason to think that these, I mean, this, you know, there's the coaches have been looking at the college game for years. It's not like this is of course. necessarily a new trend. It's just that certain things that work for college teams don't work at the NFL. And, you know, for in, at that same time, it's like, I don't think they need to, you know, like, I don't think that anything needs, uh, you know, the, the same thing is true of athletic you know, quarterbacks that can move, they can run around. Which is that is the point that John you always make, which is that you know at a certain point they're going to turn into a pocket passer, right? Know, because yes. they're not going to they can only, they can't take the the punishment. Absolutely, and, you know somebody somebody who's five nine and like you know, maybe two hundred pounds, he's probably not even. No, I, I mean, he's I only going to be able to take a punishment. You know? At some point, he's going to have to turn into a pocket passer, and that's when being five nine is really going to hurt you. You know. Yep, that's that's a hundred percent true. That's 100% true. That said, that's still a nice payday to get uh, to go and, you know, succeed or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, maybe at the end of the day, just like, maybe he just likes football more than he likes baseball. Right. Yeah. Uh, Neon, Neon Deion Sanders told him to go play baseball. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. That guy is so, he is just overflowing with good advice. <laughs> yeah, that's, when I think that's of Deion Sanders, I think I wish I could bend his ear about some. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just seems like such a he's well grounded. Yeah, you know, <laughs> remember that video he had for that song? Must be the money. You remember that from the? Uh, yeah, yes. yeah. How how awful was that? Why was that a thing? <laughs> what were they? What were they even thinking? How many? Well, you know, that was the early nineties, right? I mean, yeah, you know. Because it was a different time. I mean, you you go back and look at the uh, the, the uh, Super Bowl shuffles. It is they were at the Super Bowl ch- championship uh, party. They weren't on. They weren't releasing a video to be played on MTV. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you guys know? about the year after the Super Bowl ch- shuffle, the Giants made a song as well when they won uh, their first title. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was called the We Are the New York Giants. People think we're great. Uh, you're gonna really love us, Pasadena. We can't wait. <laughs> oh God! Wow. I want to. I just. I'm equally really, really want to watch that. Really, really <laughs> hope I never see that in my life. <laughs> I have zero interest in seeing it. Maybe they got the same guy uh, who wrote Dion's. <laughs> Song must oh be the God. money. If there's, to... like a, if, there's a, if there's one guy that produced all those football rap videos, there <laughs> needs to be a, there needs to be a documentary about him. You know? I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, quick, quick fun fact. While I was looking up all this stuff on uh, Major League Baseball, uh, as opposed to NFL, people who have been drafted by uh, by both um, in 1979. The Kansas City Royals drafted which two Hall of Fame quarterbacks the same year? What is in what year? 
1979. Is somebody getting into a car or something? Oh, sorry, sir. That's me. I'm not getting into a car. <laughs> Good. I'm getting a beer out of. I'm getting a beer out of the crisper in my refrigerator. <laughs> well, you got to keep them crisp. That's what I'm doing, sir. Yes. God, man, these mics of these those headphones are just so sensitive. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, 1979, Vinny, thoughts? Mm, let's see, 79, 79. Think about it. That would be, that would be when they graduated from high school. So it would be pre-college. Okay, so we're going, we're going any three drafts. So it has to be Elway. Elway is one. Excellent job. Wow,
<laughs> Which not is good. somehow even sad. Not good statistics. That is sad. <laughs> what, is the, what is the error? What is the error the nine times? Like, what are you doing right the one time? You just get like that perfect like height and control to be able to like push the basketball down. I just I don't let me have, guess. It's the first I, I get, out of the ten every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second time you're like holding uh, your holding your back. You're asking somebody to hand the cigarette back to you. Let me get one more puff of that thing. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not pretty. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll let you know that. Yeah, I mean, I actually, it's been a few years since I tried, so it might be. Uh, it might be close to zero out of ten times. <laughs> no, but, you know, you should just. Um, you should just keep yeah, telling people one out of ten. I think that's. that's yeah, I should, I'm gonna stick with one out of ten. Although. Like, somehow just seems sadder because it's like I could dunk a basketball if I was coordinated enough. It's core, It's all about coordination. You know? Right. It's like I, I can jump high enough. I'm big enough. I'm tall enough. But I you got so, those gangly you know? limbs. Yeah, I'm just like all over the place. I can't, I can't, I can't put it together. So the, uh, yeah, so the one out of ten I think is probably the saddest. Vinny, how many times out of ten? The Celtics, the Celtics could use you right now, uh, AJ. Oh, snap. <laughs> Quick side note, Vinny, Vinny said to me last night, Kyrie Irving is not going to be a Celtic next next season. What, yeah, what I, think think? That is, I think that's really true because I honestly, I think I think he's the problem. I, I really do. Like, I, like, I've been following the story, and to just today, uh, Jalen Brown, Called him out because uh, Kyrie Irving was saying that the biggest problem they had was the lack of experience, basically pointing the finger at the young kids on the team mm-hmm. and telling them that they're not the ones, they're the ones that can't execute them down the stretch. And, you know, like Jalen Brown's just like, well, why are you pointing fingers at people? Like, well, what's, like, how, what kind of leadership is that? It's possible. And, you know, yeah, right. Kyrie, Kyrie's been really just terrible this year. Like, he's just. He's always grumpy and just in a bad mood. Uh, there's just something really going on with him. I don't know. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. if I'm the Celtics, I'd rather go another route than, than stick with him. Well, it's not like they don't have talent on the team. I mean, they have you know they have the talent on the team without Kyrie Irving to go to the to the uh, to the championship route. And so like it's not like they it's not like they couldn't you know they couldn't find, you know they couldn't save that money you know. And What's crazy about the Celtics, AJ, is I actually think, and I, I never thought I would say this, they might have too much talent. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. the thing is with too much talent, I think it goes back to what we were just saying before. It's a leadership issue, right? So if the leader on the team, it's Kyrie's team, right? So if he's mm-hmm. not if he's not a, a true leader, uh, then having too much talent becomes an issue. But, you know, I can't imagine on a team with, uh, you know, one of the things that Steph Curry seems to exude very well is uh, the team mentality and sit down, uh, you're, you know, you're going to play your part. But it may not be the part that you want to play, but you're going to play your part and I'm going to play my part and we're going to, you know, go as far as we can that way. Uh, Kyrie seems yeah, more like the guy that uh, isn't isn't speaking up. Mm. Well, Steph Curry's not the leader of that team. I mean, it's, it's Draymond Green is the leader of that team. Draymond Green, Kevin, as a player, has dropped precipitously this year. That's true, but that doesn't yeah, mean Jack, not- I think I think Steph's the the leader of that team. You saw it when he was out. Once he came back, the team has kind of like got back together. Look, he's the most he's the most he's the most potent scorer on the team, and the most and the and the biggest. I mean, he's the 
he basically is the, the player that the, their offense revolves around. And when they're performing at their best, and he's in the line, lineup and he's the biggest weapon they have. But when you look at the people who are talking to people on the court, and and that was the problem with the whole like weird Draymond Green and Kevin Durant like uh, dust up earlier in the season is that uh, you know Kevin Durant wanted the ball, and Draymond Green was basically the guy to, you know deciding who got the ball, and he yes. didn't. And and that's been the case for a few years. So my, my friends who were Warriors fans all. You know, they'd say that from as far as from an emotional standpoint, Draymond Green is the is the leader of that team, and so for somebody like Steph Curry, that allows him the freedom to to do what he does best, which is score ridiculous three pointers from the you know, right. middle of nowhere. But <laughs> you know, yeah, and uh, I would I would so argue the, that uh, of the two people in that dust up between Kevin Durant and between Draymond Green, Kevin Durant is now looking like the guy who, uh, emerged from that as the correct standpoint. You know what yeah, I mean? I think you're right. I, I Kevin Durant. And, and also when, when the Warriors are playing great, Steph Curry is, uh, on the floor, but he is allowing Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant to play to their, uh, peak. That's, yeah. that's one of the things that he does very well is he picks up slack. He can take over games for sure, um, mm-hmm. but he also gets the other players to uh, play to their play optimally. Play their strengths, sure. Yeah. Well, did you uh, see how many points they scored uh, in the first quarter last night? Yeah, I did. Yeah, fifty-one. They 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 showed the Nuggets that they're uh, they're back. Yeah. Well, wait, who did it? Uh, there's somebody else who scored 80 in the first half. Who was that? That was was it Utah? No, not Utah. It was, uh, it was two games last night. Or just well, believe it or not, last night uh, was uh, all the games combined were the biggest blowouts any day in basketball history. Really? Yes. Wow, that's a cool stat. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, an, it's still an interesting basketball season. I think the the, the Celtics are... I, you know, I've lost all faith in their ability to go anywhere in the playoffs. I think they'll still make the playoffs. I think they'll still win. Oh, 100%. They'll make the playoffs. Games. And you know what? The East has been great. I mean, the, the oh, Raptors yeah. are good. The Bucks are good. The Pacers are, a, the Pacers are a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. Always. Uh, the yeah, NBA has absolutely. been great so far. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a really fun playoffs this year. All right, guys. But, let's. That being said, oh, Celtics we go. aren't going to go anywhere. <laughs> I, I think we all agree on that. Unless something uh, changes, drastic. yeah, something very like drastic. I, like Kyrie Irving blows out his knee. Yeah, like, not that I'm <laughs> not that I would ever root for something like that. But I'm saying, you know, that could be the way that they turn it around. <laughs> It's a good thing we have that uh, crisper audio from earlier. We might think that you were standing around the corner from his house with a pipe in your hand. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, all no, right. This video, this is, all right. Anyway. No, go ahead. What? I'm saying I have a little uh, video camera of me taking a beer out of my fridge. <laughs> yeah. As, yeah. As an alias. You know, right. or as a alibi, I should say. <laughs> Some selfies that you're going to have notarized. Yeah, 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 time stamped. Time stamped and notarized. Okay, guys, mm-hmm. let's get let's get to the uh, to the NFL playoffs and uh, conference championship weekend, um, which is on Sunday. Um, of course, you have uh, in the three o'clock game, you have the Los Angeles Rams uh, 
coming off a decisive win against the New Orleans Saints, who came back in the second half um, and uh, diffused the magic of Nick Foles to uh, to get the win. Nick Foles and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, who were scoreless in the second half of that game. Um, the Saints, it is in New Orleans. The Saints are favored by three and a half. The over is 57. I'll, I'll ask Vinny first. What do you think, Vinny? I'm still going back and forth on this game, John. Uh, I really, my, I want the Saints to win. I'm rooting for the Saints to win the title, but my gut has been telling me that the Rams might win this game. Uh, it's going to be a really close game. I probably will take the points at three and a half, but I do want the Saints to win this game. But I'm just, I'm not sure yet. I mean, I'll tell you what, what are you guys thinking so far. If the Saints play like they did last weekend and like they have sort of uh, towards the end of the regular season, um, and they start slow, you can't do that against the Rams. The Rams are going to come out swinging. And they're going to throw a bunch of things at you offensively that you have you have not prepared for. Um, I think that on the road, the Rams look like the team that is more poised to win. Um, that being said, I agree. It's a very difficult game to call. Um, and I also uh, am rooting for the Saints in this. Somehow, um, they have an underdog feel despite the fact that they're the favorite. Um, but everything, everything that I've seen from the saints late lately is telling me that the Rams are going to win. AJ, what do you think? I I mean, normally in a situation like that, I would, would, you know, I would go by, uh, coaching where you look like two teams that are pretty equally matched. It's like you go by the quarterback and you go by the coach. And Drew Brees is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. There's just no way around it. But, that being said, it's like he is not good when he gets a ton of pressure. And, the, the you know, Sue and Aaron Donald are, you know, some of the best in the game. So I think they're going to have trouble with the, Definitely. the Rams pass rush. And that's going to be, that's going to what's, that's going to, what's going to make it hard for, for Breeze. I still think that, you know, like, I don't think that, I don't think, like, is Todd Gurley that much better than Kamara? Is no, he's certainly but, none of the none of the. But CJ Anderson, I mean, the way yeah, that he played last sweet, week, that's a pretty sweet pickup, man. I gotta say, he's in between that and the last game of the season, he, he's amazing, you know. But at the same time, it's CJ Anderson. I mean, we know CJ right. Anderson. You know, not, it's not like he's. I don't think he's going to be a factor some, going forward. They'll they'll put him out there. I think they'll try some stuff, but I would be very surprised. Mm-hmm. Typically, with somebody with a situation like this, where uh, the guy is, you know, he's got like this uh, this story of being cut by three teams in one year, and mm-hmm. then going to a team and being the difference. With I don't know how many rushing yards he had in the first quarter, but it was I think it was over a hundred. Crazy. Yeah, so, those bananas. No, he, he, he's he's having a career renaissance for sure. But still, the um, I mean, it's great for the Rams. I mean, it's a great pickup. I mean, Gurley's those danged up, and you know they're right. trying to get him healthy for the playoffs. And CJ Anderson comes in to shoulders the load. It's like, you know, now they have this two-headed attack from the rushing, and that's exactly what you want in the playoffs. A hundred percent. So the uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm thinking I'm thinking the Rams are gonna win as well. I I think that. I think Breeze is going to get—he's going to get a lot of pressure. And again, I mean, we said it last week. 
you know, I mean, Thomas's top three is not the, I mean, I, you watched that game last week. And, he man, was amazing in that game. He caught some yeah, passes that not did not the, look the catchable. Best wide receiver in the NFL. So, right. But Bree still has to get the ball to him, you know? Yep. And, and they and struggled with that. They struggled with that in the first half last week. For sure. For sure. Well, what are you guys' thoughts? I really like the over in the game. I mean, I probably would buy it down to 55. Yeah. I, what are your thoughts on the, on the over? I like the over at 57. I'm actually a little bit surprised. Uh, it is a playoff game, and that probably tamps the over down a little bit. But uh, I would say I would take I would take the over in this, especially. The, I think the second half. I think you know because Peyton is an offensive minded coach. I think in the second half he's gonna if things don't work for him in the first half he's gonna have a whole another batch of plays that he's going to pull out in the second half and they are going to score. Um, it's just matching pace with the Rams and how often they score. I think it's going to be the whole thing. If, if the saints come out and uh, in the first quarter, get a touchdown, um, it, it could absolutely go their way. Um, especially considering golf um, is susceptible. He, he can throw picks um, especially if he's, trying to come from behind he he may pressure himself into making mistakes so um i think that the most likely situation based on how the how these teams have played lately the most likely situation is the rams win but i i would also say that the the saints are a very strong team and um can beat anybody in in the league at this point yeah i i just think there's a game where maybe you just bet the over and you enjoy the game yeah. i don't know who's gonna win i agree with that i like that call I I would not bet. Yeah, I would definitely not bet on this game. I have no idea. Actually, I don't, I'm not going to bet on either one of these games. But the, uh, I think it's going to come down to the running game. Honestly, like the, it's going to be a rain. It's going to be a wet and rainy day. You know, just like in every dome? day in, in January. Yeah, in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, it just rains all all winter. So you know, it's going to be. It's going, and then you got you're actually looking at two teams that have great two amazing. You know, two running back attacks, which is now Gurley and Anderson, and then uh, uh, Kamara and uh, and uh, Ingram. You yeah. know, so like that's kind of. I mean, it's kind of great because I honestly love watching. I mean, I love a shootout and I love seeing guys sling the ball down the field. But it's a part of me that has like a romantic attachment to watching two teams just grind it out on the ground. You know. I agree. So I don't think, I think we're going to see it, that. I think we're going to see a lot of passes. I think we're going to see a lot of passes. Yeah, I, see, agree. I, think, I think it's going to be a, a, a come down the running game. So I'm, in that sense, I'm taking the under. All right, let's go on to uh, what's the other game? Uh, wait a second. It's the <laughs> AFC. Wait, is, is it the AFC championship? So I know that the New England Patriots are one of the teams. Oh, Who's the other team? One of them. <laughs> hey so, Benny, see that text I sent you earlier? Yeah, hey AJ, do you know AJ last week last week was the first time ever that I bet against the Patriots in the playoffs. I so know, I, 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 I can't believe it. I think I feel like you're just rooting against the Patriots just so you get a little No, I I rooted against the Patriots just because they broke my heart last year in the Super Bowl and I uh, I haven't been able to forgive them yet. You want a bunch of money on me at I know, but I just say it. I haven't been able to forgive them yet. But who knows? Now the Patriots are doing this nobody believes in us bullshit. And oh, yeah. they're like, don't bet it. You bet bet against us. And yeah, I, I don't I, know what's going to happen in this game either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I want the Chiefs to win, but am yeah. I really going to bet Andy Reid over Bill Belichick? <laughs> no, you're, you're, I would not do that. And 
I gotta, I mean, I'm, you look at the team's records, and obviously, you know, the Chiefs had a great, great record. And but are we really sure the Chiefs are like better than the Patriots? I mean, they, you know, they blew out a bunch of bad teams, but every team they lost to was a was a was a playoff team. They lost Chicago. They lost uh, Seattle. They lost I don't. The Chargers. I, I'm not sure if the if they're if they're so called better than the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I just. I, I don't. I'm. I just think. I'm. I'm assuming that that home field is going to help them. The defense looked great last week. Uh, Which I don't know. The Patriots stunned me. I thought the Patriots were one and done. I really did. I thought mm-hmm. that you played the AFC East this year. You were a weak team. You just went through the motions, and now you're a game away from the Super Bowl. It's. It's impressive. And you what? guys look great. You guys look great last week. You look great. I think. I think. I think that's the thing is that the storylines that emerged that, that for all these teams. You know, maybe it's like, I don't know. I mean, the AFC East didn't win any games, but the Jets had a better defense than they've had in years. The Bills were able to do a little bit of stuff. You know I mean? Like, maybe they just lost a bunch of games, but they weren't that bad a team. They just weren't quite there. And the, on the same token, it's like, the Chargers did, couldn't do shit in the first half last week. They could not do shit. Oh God, they, they won, yeah, and they won 12 games. We were perfect on the road. And they come into Foxborough in January. That game was hard to watch. It, it was it was a difficult I, game. It was it was not an exciting game for from my point well, of view. It a, no, it was a huge it was a huge bummer for me because I was actually working, and I missed the first like the first basically the first ten minutes of the first quarter. And by the by time then, I got, it was thirty eight nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was. You know, it's I funny. Missed, it was fourteen to seven, and then I walked in the door. And they scored a third touchdown. It's funny because because Jace, who uh, you know, friend of the podcast, Jace, the uh, the ginger prognosticator, said, <laughs> "Look for look for him to have a great regular season, and then as soon as he's in a playoff game that matters, look for him to completely disappear." And he was uh, about about Rivers, and he was one hundred percent correct. But here's the no, thing. Listen, listen, Rivers. The, the the Chargers gave up the, on defense four straight touchdowns. What was Rivers going to do with that? I the agree. The defense couldn't stop the Patriots once. I can't blame Rivers on that game. He did punt. He w- they did punt a lot. It was punt after punt after punt. It was not. Yeah, but but if the Chargers defense had to stop the Patriots once or tw- like it was just crazy. The Patriots just went downfield, and the next thing you know, first it was seven seven, and then it's fourteen seven, and the the Chargers punted like most teams would. But if your defense can't make one stop, yeah, it's going to be 28-7 in the blink of an eye, and that's hard to come back from, especially against well, the Patriots. But that is, that is just coaching. I mean, that was just their offensive game plan. They knew they had it was a also, good pass rush. It was also Sony Michelle and, having a great day. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Sony Michelle, James White had a great day. James White also had a great day. Yeah, I which mean, I believe well, we know, called. Record, I think I think I said that. I said look for if if the Patriots win, look for James White and uh, the running backs to have a great day, and that's that's pretty much what they did the whole time. It was a lot of play action, yeah, yeah. and it was a lot of flat passes, and mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how they had incredibly long drives, incredibly long drives. Well, they had incredible, uh, and you know, I mean, Gronkowski like. Had one catch for twenty five yards, and afterwards, all, and all anybody in the Boston media you talk about is how he had this just amazing day of blocking, run blocking, right? For Michelle and for, for you know for Burkhead, for and it's true. I mean, and after the game, and I believe I said this last week, you John, 
Rob Gronkowski was sitting there just beaming in his press conference about how much fun he had had playing and how much he loved run blocking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he showed it and, you know, and it's not just him. It was like, you know, the fullback Devlin and the entire offensive line. I mean, they just, they just had a, a, an amazing day of blocking from shot. You know, like they just, and I bet he had a, opening massive holes for the entire team. You know? I bet he had a couple less amazing days on Monday and Tuesday when he was bedridden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Asking well, for more opiates because his back <laughs> is, uh, you know, in agony. Um, this game is hard to call because the Chiefs defense has been bad. Um, the, but they were good last week. They were good last week. The Patriots defense has been bad. They were a completely different team last week on defense than I'd seen any, any other time in the season. Plus, Brady last week looked like Brady. He looked like the guy that he always looks like in the playoffs. He yeah. uh, Super hung, efficient. Super efficient. Methodical. Uh, methodical. Hung in the pocket. Took the hits. Mm-hmm. Got knocked on the ground. Did not have that deer in the headlights look that he had uh, in the regular season where he was tucking uh, in anticipation of the hit. Not at all. Isn't that called, isn't that called, isn't that called the Eli Manning look? Yeah. The, <laughs> it certainly is. The vintage <laughs> Eli. Uh, but that to me, I mean... That makes both of the that makes this game very difficult to call, um, and mm-hmm. I think Vegas agrees because they have it as a straight three for the home team, um, yeah. which so, is basically even odds. Basically, yep. even odds. So, or at least it's saying that the teams are evenly matched. You know, yeah, so, basically just giving the three points for the home. Exactly. Yep. So, which which promises for a very good game. So. Vinny, is your stance on this one going to be the same as on uh, the NFC Championship game? The over's 55 and a half. Are you just going to sit back, bet the over, and relax? Uh, I probably will do that. I, I, I really think I might at the end still take the Chiefs, but I'm not sure yet. Wow. Yeah, bet, bet against us, Vinny. Bet against us, buddy. See how that goes. So, <laughs> so let's talk about this for a second. If Andy Reid... Uh, Beats the Patriots at Arrowhead this weekend. Does that redeem Andy Reid and his playoff? Because he's known as this bad. No, he's known as this he's bad playoff coach. Bowl. He has to win a Super Bowl. But he's, he's right. been to the NFC Championship game how many times? With when he was with Philadelphia, three. Was it thirteen? Oh wait, no, that's, uh, that's the Patriots. They, they, they went to four. In, <laughs> they they went to four in a row. They lost the right. first three and they won the last one. Right. So, I mean, uh, that's decent playoff numbers. They are. He, but beating the Patriots would be great, but it would almost be like, you know, for when the Red Sox beat the Yankees, you still have to win the whole thing yeah. for it to matter. Yeah. And then they're going to be they're going they're going to be going against the I mean, you know, the thing that's awesome about this playoffs and it's totally an aside, but Whoever wins either game, we're going to get an awesome Super Bowl. It or looks like Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, it looks like, like really we're, like, we're set up for a great Super Bowl. I agree a hundred. Yeah, this is like this is like oh four. You know, it's like just just four really good teams. Any of these teams? Really... I mean, think about the storyline. If it's Patriots Saints, um, uh, yeah. Drew Brees just turned forty this week. So it's these old mm-hmm. quarterbacks that have all of the records right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Going head to head in a Super Bowl, which would is bound to be a shootout, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Patriots Rams uh, is gonna that would I feel like test the test Brady because he would have to make it a shootout to keep up, and that would be a great game. Uh, and it would be amazing. I mean, Patriots Rams was the Patriots' first Super Bowl in yep. two thousand one, yep. and the Red Sox just beat the Dodgers in the World Series. That's right. That's a hundred. That's yeah. correct. Good call. <laughs> is that correct? That is, is it. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you have if you if you get Chiefs Rams, that's the rematch of that the, one of the best Monday Night Football games I've seen in years. Yeah, one of the best football absolutely. games. Yeah. Well, and actually, I mean, the Pats Chiefs game was one of the best games of the year too this year. So it's that's right. It was. Yeah, it really was forty three forty, and then the Tyreek Hill seventy five yard touchdown, and then the Pats came back to get Gronk for that long pass and kick the field goal to win the game. Yeah, with zeros on the clock. So, I, you know, I'm psyched. I, you, you know, I mean, obviously, I would be a lot less psyched if the Pats uh, didn't make the Super Bowl, but... <laughs> you can't even say the word lost? <laughs> you, I'm just saying. You, it came just, into your mind, and you were like, nope, get out. Get out of my mind, <laughs> word lost. <laughs> the, uh, I, you know, I, I mean, what? And like I said, I've been saying this all year. It's like Pats are the, you know, the... You know, the, the they, they, you know, they've done it so many times before. It's like if they, if they're the team, if they gotta, they gotta be a good team to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, just, I mean, it's, it's such an obvious thing to say, but you gotta do it. And Kansas City was the best, the best team in the AFC all, all year. And so, and now they're, they're gonna go to the Super Bowl and they're gonna play one of the two best teams in the NFC. So, you know, if they can do it, they can do it. And if they can't, you know, they, they hey, lost. Did, did you read that stat that Tom Brady is 9 0? Against uh, a quarterback starting uh, is, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, he's nine and zero against someone starting in. Uh, fuck. His first season. It's not. Uh, no, it is first. Not his first game, but like his first playoff. Uh, AFC run. Uh, his first championship. He's oh, for, oh, I see. Oh, first year, really? Yes. Yeah. Well, that should be shocking, really. Um, yeah. Oh, that probably include, does that include Kurt Warner? No, because they had one year before. Yeah. Mm. AJ, would yeah, you the, be shocked uh, if I told you that Tom Brady can uh, bench press a Cadillac Eldorado? <laughs> no. The answer is no. And the answer is also is that he can't. I'm pretty sure he can. I think he can fly. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, if they told me that, I would believe it because he certainly looks like he can fly. I mean, no, he can't he run. He doesn't he look like he <laughs> Honestly. Um, you know, I think it's funny that we had this whole conversation about Pats and the Chiefs. And no, no, I don't think anyone has brought up Mahomes. You know, like, he is, I mean, he's a rookie. He's, he's amazing. Rookie. He's, he started two games last season. but he's, this he's, is a, he's, a, he's the Steph Curry of the NFL, man. I mean. He, no, no, he's not the Steph Curry because Steph Curry has three fucking rings, dude. Like. This is his first time. The way he plays, the way he's changed the game. How many years did it take Curry to get his first ring? This is his first shot. It took Curry uh, four years. So so let's let Mahomes breathe a minute here. If he if he had an amazing season, amazing rookie season. If his career, if he doesn't do anything else in his career, he's still going to be known because of this year. Mm -hmm. He said this year was epic from the quarterback position. I mean, right. you throw 50 touchdowns in the season. It doesn't matter how old you are no. or where you're at in your career. That's 50 touchdowns in the season. But That's, again, you know. Oh, like, here we go. 
I can no, tell by I'm the tone saying. in your voice you're about to say something about the Patriots and how good they are. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I'm just saying, if you look at their records, <laughs> the, the, the Pats are 5-0 and against the teams that were made the playoffs this year. Uh-huh. And the, the Chiefs' four losses came against playoff teams. And so, all right, you know, that's what you want from your team. You want your team to beat up the bad teams and then play, play you know, at least play competitive football with the good teams. You know, the Pats lost to some really shitty teams, and I have no problem admitting that. True. But, you know, it's like when it came down to beating the, the teams that matter, they did it, and they did it last week, and I think they're going to do it again this week. You All right, know? let's go. Uh, let's let's just real quick run down um, the the most likely teams right now, to the uh, the odds on the, the four remaining teams to win the Super Bowl. Um, Vinny, who do you think is in first place, the most likely team according to Vegas to win? Uh, the Saints. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Plus one seventy. I, I think it's probably two, the the two home teams, the one and two, right? And uh, the two road teams, three and four. And so, so who's who's three and who's four, AJ? It's I know who's three and who's four. It's the Rams are three and the Pats are four. Incorrect. No, the Patriots. The Patriots. Really. Are three. Really? So, the, so, AJ, the reason why the Patriots beat three is because the Saints are a little bit more heavily favored to beat the Rams. Correct. So they're oh, saying the Patriots have a little bit of an easiest chance to that make half, it to the Super Bowl. Half a point. Yeah, right. The half a point. Yeah. Right, okay. So it's three and a half, and the and the right. pass line is three. Saints are plus one seventy. Chiefs are plus one ninety. Patriots are plus two hundred, and the Rams are plus two eighty, right now. Um, Ooh, I think the Rams might be the bet though. Uh, That'd be the only bet I would think about taking. I would agree with that. I don't think um, I would take any of those other bets. You could take this bet, uh, AJ. Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. You could get plus seven fifty for that right now. Really? Yeah. Pants beat the Rams. There's a lot of factors. I, I already, I'm, pick, I'm picking the Saints. I can't pick the Rams. I don't think. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's tough though. That's a pretty good bet. Maybe I should just make that bet anyway. <laughs> well, you could do the Pats beat the Saints. It's plus four hundred. There you the go. Pats can beat the, the Pats can beat the Saints for sure. All right. Anyway, Champagne's a fucking Champagne's a meathead. <laughs> <laughs> he is like uh, Belichick versus Peyton is a joke. You know, I hate Peyton. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I guess we'll wrap it up on that note. Um, <laughs> Was that that was a little. Well, that wasn't too much. Was that a little too much? No, no. never. <laughs> never too much, AJ. Uh, okay. The only thing that was too much was the crisper. That was a little bit yeah, too much. Yeah, the beer and the crisper. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> IPA out of the crisper. All right, I apologize for that. I'll make a note for that for the next time. Next time, just put it on the shelf. Just put it on yeah. the shelf. <laughs> I'll put it on the shelf. I'll, pre- I'll pre-place my beers on the shelf. Please. Please. I'll do that. Just think about no the podcast and whoever, whichever one of you burped, also, take that into consideration going forward. That was yeah, me. Baby. I'm yeah, the burper. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we basically did not predict much. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's, I think this is the week that it's just hard to predict. It is. Well, especially this year. I mean, this, these are, this is amazing. I mean, these are amazing conference, two amazing conference championship matchups. They're just amazing. So, I'm super psyched. I'm actually, I changed my flight. I'm going to Atlanta on Sunday, and I changed my flight to Saturday because A, is going to be a huge snowstorm upstate, and B, 
I just did not want to make. I wanted to make sure that I made it to Atlanta in time to watch both games. So I'm flying in a day early just so I could make it. I feel bad for the people uh, in the room, the hotel room next to yours. <laughs> if the well, crisper was loud, that, <laughs> uh, the good news is that I will not. I will not. I'm, I'm, I don't have to work in Atlanta during the Super Bowl. Oh, you don't? So I, I will be at B61 with you fine gentlemen. Wow. Watching the Super Bowl. No matter who wins. If so the Pats win or the Pats lose, I'm coming this. I'm coming So there. you're going to play football on uh, Super Bowl Sunday as well? Uh, I am going to play football on Super All Bowl right. Sunday. Yes. Cool. Yep. Well, that so like you got, is something you guys to look check forward out. to. You guys can see my vertical leap in, in person. If the, if the Saints win on uh, <laughs> Sunday, I have to work at B61 for the Super Bowl. Really? Wow. Yeah, because of Reeves. Reeves is a Saints fan. So. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm still rooting for the Saints. Let's let's go Saints. Yeah, I love New Orleans. Well, actually, yeah. I love New Orleans. I got, I got robbed in New Orleans once, but um, I like Drew Brees. So. <laughs> I like Drew Brees, too. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up. Enough. Enough, AJ. <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry. Yeah. Good. He's getting beaten up in this podcast. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for calling in, guys. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. A couple people to thank. Of course, the great Josh Archer. Uh, I'd like to thank yeah, our, sponsor, our sponsor, Draft.com. Do you have some thoughts on Josh as well? You can save him for next week, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Josh sucks. Uh, take it back thanks to our sponsor draft.com AJ loves you Josh AJ loves you draft.com um, and thank you for listening to another episode of if I was a betting man